You're listening to Comedy Central. June 5th, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. one of the stars of the movie everyone is talking about on Netflix, Always Be My Maybe. Randall Park is joining us, everybody! <laughs> Love this guy. Also on tonight's show, straight people can finally be themselves. Louis Black wants to get you high, and we meet the British Trump. So let's catch up on today's headlines. <laughs> Illegal immigration. It's how I got to The Daily Show, and (laughs) it's the problem President Trump can't seem to solve. For the last three years, he's been trying everything to curb illegal immigration. I mean, threatening a wall, putting kids in cages, and probably the most inhumane, lining the border with movie spoilers. You know, (laughs) discouraged so many people. Papa, will we try to get to America today? Not yet, Pedrito. I haven't seen the new Avengers. (laughs) So, because illegal immigration is still going up, Trump's latest idea is to impose tariffs, increasing tariffs on Mexico until they stop allowing migrants into America. But Republicans in the Senate are saying that Trump is muy loco. President Trump is facing some serious opposition from his own party over his plans to impose new tariffs on Mexico. Well, there is uh, not much support in my conference for tariffs, that's for sure. Look, I think it's safe to say you've talked to all of our members. We're not fans of tariffs. We're still hoping that this can be avoided. Ted Cruz, he says the president is playing a game of chicken with Mexico, and he says there's no reason for his constituents back in Texas to pay the price for a massive new tax. That's right, even Republicans don't think Trump should be playing chicken with Mexico. Although I'm pretty sure that he would win. I mean, have you seen what that guy can do to chicken? Have you seen? (laughs) But yes, President Trump has threatened a trade war with Mexico which would increase the price of everything, electronics, uh, beer, and food in America. And now, tensions are running so high that Trump has sent Mike Pence to negotiate with Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I'll be honest, I think is genius, because Mike Pence isn't worried about America losing Mexican food. He's never had it. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, this guy's so bland, when he eats a meal, he's like, Mother, this is so spicy. Did you add mayonnaise? All right, moving on to some other news coming out of Boston. Uh, Pride Month is a joyful time for the LGBTQ people, and uh, really, anyone who's not an asshole. But if, uh, (laughs) if you are an asshole, well, there's good news for you, too. USA Today says a small group of men sparked outrage in Boston by announcing plans to hold a straight Pride parade in August. The group called Super Happy Fun America says it advocates on behalf of the straight community It released a proposed parade route that mirrors the path of this weekend's LGBTQ pride parade. Hell yeah! Finally! Someone's standing up for straight people! Woo! Yeah. I fully support this movement. If straight men want to grill steaks while wearing cargo shorts, talking about how much they love watching Scarface, no one should try to stop them. And yeah, no one's trying to stop them, but that's not the point. 
The point is, straight people deserve a parade because they've been oppressed for too long. You guys realize that straight marriage has only been legal for like 4,000 years, huh? <laughs> huh? You realize straight people are the only group that don't get their own slur, huh? Why do you think that is, huh? <laughs> straight pride parade, <laughs> out of here, man. <laughs> It's so, it's so trolly, right? Especially a straight pride parade in Boston. The city has had six Super Bowl parades. What do you think that is? <laughs> and finally, moving on to news that's blowing up online. The next time you wish that you could call a helicopter to take you to the hospital, you may want to think again. A mountain rescue in Arizona nearly spun out of control. Chopper crews were hoisting a 74-year-old woman to safety when that red basket you see carrying her began spinning. That lasted for about 40 seconds. Rescuers say she is okay, other than suffering some dizziness and nausea, but they say this problem is pretty rare. Holy shit. I'm genuinely so happy that li that lady is okay because, like I like I watched that video and still when I watch it now it looks horrifying. The worst part is when she landed, they made her pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> like seriously though, if that were me, I would be throwing up for the rest of my life. Yeah, the ride home from the hospital would be like, Bleh! the next week at the supermarket, Bleh! twenty years later, I'd be walking my daughter down the aisle. She'd be like, Daddy, this is the best day of my. Bleh! And what sucks even more is that knowing America's healthcare system, I wouldn't be shocked if next month she gets a hospital bill and it's $1,000 for the helicopter ride and like 200,000 for the spins. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, why, is, why am I paying for this? They'd be like, well, actually it's a dollar for each spin, but you had a lot of them. You saw how many you got. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, obviously quite an ordeal. Uh, the good news is though, she got to the hospital and uh, she got the treatment that she needed, which was being spun around a thousand times in the opposite direction. <laughs> That's it for the headlines. Let's move on to our top story. Today was the final day of President Trump's official trip to the UK. And it's safe to say it wasn't the smoothest presidential visit of all time. Trump beefed with the mayor of London. Tens of thousands of angry Brits poured into the street to protest him. And on the way out, his motorcade ran over Mary Poppins. <laughs> And let me just say, let me just say, as a member of a former British colony, I enjoyed every minute of this trip. <laughs> yeah, because now the British know what it's like when an unwelcome white person shows up, stays too long, and tells you how to run your country in a language you don't understand. It was a good times. Thank you, Trump. Because you see, Trump didn't just visit the UK, right? He also took every chance to let the British know who he thinks should be their next prime minister. President Trump's trip to England is starting off with a bang. The president injected himself into British politics by endorsing former London Mayor Boris Johnson to be the next prime minister. I know Boris. Uh, I like him. I've liked him for a long time. He's, uh, I think he'd do a very good job. Do you think you or Boris Johnson has the best hair? I don't know, but uh, I do think he's a good person. I think it's gonna be a very Who's interesting- Who's the British Trump? Is it Boris or well, Nigel I guess Farrell? I don't wanna say, I don't wanna destroy give me, anybody's- give me, come on. I don't wanna destroy anybody's career. If Oh, wow. That was actually a rare moment of self-awareness from President Trump. <laughs> He's like, I don't, wanna, I don't wanna associate them with me. I mean, that'll tarnish their reputation. You don't want that. 
Yeah, and he's right, it's true. It's why Melania kept slapping his hand away. Yeah, she was like, no, Donald, you're going to tank my approval ratings. <laughs> but it is clear, it is clear. Donald Trump is a big fan of Boris Johnson. And when you look into it, it makes sense, right? They were both born in New York City. Both of them had famous cheating scandals. Uh, they have similar political beliefs. And look at them. <laughs> I mean, look at them. They look like they were separated at birth. <laughs> and I mean purposely, like, separated <laughs> at birth. Like, the nurse was like, these two humans should not be in the same place at the same time. Send one to England, send one to the US, and pray they never meet. <laughs> Another thing that makes them similar is that for years, no one took either of them seriously. And now, just like Trump, Boris is poised to become the leader of his country which used to be a cool job, but thanks to Brexit is about as desirable as being Kanye West's social media manager, you know? <laughs> it's just like, what? He said, what? No, delete, delete. Jesus was not wearing Yeezys on the cross. No! <laughs> but who is the man many have dubbed the Donald Trump of the UK? Well, we thought, why don't get to know him in another installment of If You Don't Know, Now You Know. Meet Boris Johnson, British politician and stunt double for Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> now, many of you might be hearing about him for the first time, but in Britain, he's a household name. Alexander Boris de Pfeffel Johnson is the only British politician known universally by a first name. Boris. He began his career as a journalist. Johnson spent eight years as mayor of London, always willing to perform for the cameras. Johnson struck political gold when Britain hosted the 2012 Olympics. He gained praise for steering London smoothly through the event. There were a few embarrassing moments for Johnson, most notably when he got stuck on a zip wire. Get me a ladder. Oh, man, that is so embarrassing. <laughs> Stuck on a zip line up there. I guess at the same time, though, it's probably good preparation for handling Brexit, you know? It's just a, oh, boy, how do I get out of this? Any ideas? Any ideas? I thought it would be much easier. So Boris was the mayor of London and a character who did things that made people laugh. But just like Trump, he also gained a reputation for his trash talk. Boris Johnson has refused to bow to calls from all sides to apologize for saying women who wear face veils look like bank robbers and letterboxes. Johnson also blasted the president's decision to move a bust of Winston Churchill from the Oval Office. He called it, quote, a symbol of the part Kenyan president's ancestral dislike of the British Empire. He described Hillary Clinton as having, quote, dyed blonde hair, pouty lips, and a steely blue stare, like a sadistic nurse in a mental hospital. This on President Putin. Despite looking a bit like Dobby the house elf, he is a ruthless and manipulative tyrant. Okay. <laughs> I honestly can't believe he said those things about Muslim women and Hillary Clinton, but... You do have to admit, <laughs> Vladimir Putin does look like Dobby. <laughs> I mean, he does. You know, it looks like Dobby got a job at KPMG. Like, look at him. <laughs> but still, but still, it's pretty ballsy for Boris to make fun of someone for looking like a Harry Potter character when he looks like a midlife crisis Malfoy. I mean... <laughs> Like, he looks like Malfoy got addicted to potions and he's been trying to sustain his habit ever since. <laughs> and despite his controversial quotes, 
Boris has continued to rise in British politics. In fact, after serving as London's mayor, he joined parliament and became a prominent voice for one of the biggest blunders in British political history, Brexit. The Leave campaign, which says Europe costs too much and controls too much, has been led by former London Mayor Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson believes he owns the victory. Vote Leave, my friends. Vote Leave. I believe that this Thursday can be our country's Independence Day. When you look at the EU now, it makes me think of some, of some badly designed undergarment. That, is, that has now become too tight in some places, <laughs> far too tight, far too constrictive, and dangerously loose in, in other places. What? Forget Brexit. What's going on with this dude's underwear, man? <laughs> like, did he forget to take off that zipline harness? Is that what happened there? It's almost like he was so distracted by his uncomfortable underwear that it just like snuck into his speech. He's like, my friends, Britain is like a, a wedgie being pulled deeper and deeper into the butt crack of the European Union. And, uh, you know, squeezing the testicles tight against my body, which was enjoyable at first, but has become extremely, extremely uncomfortable ever since. Now, if you excuse me, I'm headed to the bathroom to save the testes that I have remaining. Now, here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Before the Brexit vote, Boris lied to voters in Britain about the benefits of leaving the EU. And now that Theresa May has taken most of the Brexit backlash, he might get her job, but he's part of the reason that she's losing it, huh? And you thought the patriarchy was dying, baby, huh? <laughs> we need to throw a patriarchy parade. I'll see you guys in Boston, yeah! <laughs> we'll be right back. Mother, Mother When a news story falls through the cracks, Lewis Black catches it in a segment we call Back in Black. As you all know from my Instagram, I'm not just a booty model, I'm also a wellness junkie. I'm always looking for the newest shortcut to a healthier life. Whether it's the paleo diet, Pilates, or committing medical insurance fraud. <laughs> I may not have the body of a 35-year-old, but I have his Blue Cross card. <laughs> so you can imagine my excitement when I heard of a new all-natural miracle drug. Now to the soaring popularity of CBD, that extract from the cannabis plant that doesn't get you high, but is being promoted for so many uses, from insomnia to chronic pain. You just feel very calm. It's like, it's like taking a big chill pill. CBD oil comes from the hemp plant. It has trace amounts of THC, but usually too small to make anyone high. Not enough THC to get you high? Challenge accepted. <laughs> This'll be a lot easier than the time I tried to get drunk on Purell. It got rid of my gingivitis and my stomach. But yes, the new wellness rage is CBD, marijuana's less fun cousin. They say it has all the benefits of weed without the high. But then what's the point? I only smoke weed to get high. I'm not doing it to make friends with white guys who love reggae. So you might be asking yourself, hey, Lou, where can I get CBD? The answer is everywhere. 
CBD is popping up all over, infused in just about everything. Coffee, tea, pastries, and candy. CBD-infused lattes, even dog treats. It's now even on fast food menus. A CBD-infused cheeseburger at Carl Jr.'s in Colorado. And possibly even ice cream. Ben & Jerry says it can't wait to add the compound to some of its pints soon. Well, of course Ben & Jerry would add CBD to their ice cream. They've already added everything else. Pretzels, popcorn, potato chips. And you don't want to know the ingredient in Chunky Monkey. But I'm going to tell you anyway, it's horse testicles. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Neither did the horse. Now, if you want the benefits of CBD without putting on the pounds, the good news is there's a wide range of dumb ways for you to stick it in your body. CBD is on track to become a $22 billion industry by 2022. We're seeing it in everything from shampoos, bath bombs. Not to mention the flood of lotions, oils, creams, and sprays. This CBD yoga class taught by this boyfriend-girlfriend duo says it's all about deepening your connection to yourself. The CBD calms you down and allows you to really go deeper into your practice. What a scam. If the CBD calms me down, what the hell do I need the yoga for? If yoga's not relaxing you, you're just paying to fart in public. And that's why I use Uber. <laughs> so the whole world is doing CBD. But there's one tiny issue. The B in CBD might stand for bullshit. There's still no conclusive scientific evidence yet that CBD products actually have health benefits. Buyer beware, you know, wait, no going into it that there is no evidence for it, but if you're going to walk out feeling better, I'm not going to say that's a terrible thing, but again, as a scientist and as a society, let's get the real evidence. So, we don't know if CBD works, but we do know it makes a buttload of money. Basically, CBD is Ivanka Trump. <laughs> And if you're a CBD user who's getting angry because I said it doesn't work, guess what? You getting angry means it's not working. <laughs> but if people are willing to pay big bucks just to calm down, forget CBD. I've got you covered. If you want to be calm, forget CBD. You need CTFD. Calm the down. It's a new program where you pay me and I tell you to calm down. Calm down! <laughs> With CTFD, you don't need pills or oil. Just give me $2,000 and your home address. Hey! Calm down! How did you get in here? Give me $2,000 now! You'll love this program. Just listen to these satisfied customers. When he left my house, I felt a lot better. It is guaranteed to be just as effective as CBD. So order today and calm down. Trevor? Louis Black, everybody. We'll be right back. So my guest tonight is one of my favorite actors. He's a writer and producer who stars in the ABC hit series, Fresh Off the Boat, and the new Netflix film, Always Be My Maybe. 
Please welcome Randall Park. Welcome to the Daily oh, Show. Oh, it's so good to be here. Are you kidding me? I, I told you this when I bumped I into you at an event, and I still mean it till this day. You are truly one of my favorite actors. I think you're one of the funniest people on screen. Oh, man. For real, though. This movie has come out, and I mean, I'm sure you've seen the response. It yeah. has been amazing. It's you been know, amazing. People are raving about your performance. They're raving about Ali Wong, who's yeah. also amazing oh, in the film. And incredible. the two of you have come together and created something that's really special, which, yeah. which is really connected with people on, on many levels. Yeah. Where did the film come from? Because you, you guys co-wrote and, 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 and basically yeah. created the film. Yeah, I mean, well, Ali and I are old friends. We go way back. We're in the same, uh, we came from the same college theater company at UCLA. Right. And uh, we always wanted to make something together. And we've, you know, we've worked together here and there and she was a writer on Fresh Off the Boat for three yes. seasons and uh, we just always wanted to do our version of When Harry Met Sally and because uh, that's like my favorite movie you know so we uh, uh, the opportunity came and we, we just got to writing it right yeah. you, you borrowed from your life to write the script, which lot, I really loved it. about the story, because yeah. I didn't know these parts of your life, you know, because yeah. you play you play a character who is living at home in the Bay Area, yeah. and what I loved is how you created this world. He's not like like the cliche, like I live at home with my mom, so I'm a Schlubby, loser. like yeah, yeah. 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 Why, why did you why did you use your life, and why was it important for you to create a character a character that was like that was yeah? Real? Well, we wanted to uh, we wanted to reflect uh, these real people who exist in the Bay Area, this real community of people, and uh, yeah. It it was important that that my character Marcus wasn't a schlub. You know, you usually see the guy who lives at home as a schlub right, and right, smokes right. weed. And I mean, my character smokes weed, but he's not a schlub. <laughs> and and uh, we, we just wanted to create real people. Yeah. Yeah, that was really important to, to create people, you know, who are human beings. Your character, who is this guy who lives at home, yeah. and he falls for a celebrity TV chef yeah. played by Ali Wong. Yeah. And he's like, I, I want to get that girl, which is highly uh, unlikely. What, <laughs> yeah, but, what, what know, I think have... shocked a lot of people in the movie <laughs> is Keanu Reeves who pops into it. How does yes. this all play out? Don't spoil anything, but how does this play out? Uh, well, you know, uh, so, so Marcus and Sasha, played by the great Ali Wong, we have, they're old friends, and, and they reconnect after 15 years, and they, they had a past. Yes. And, uh, and at, some, at one point, point, Marcus realizes that he's in love with Sasha. And uh, at that point, she starts dating someone new. And she's, she's a celebrity chef, so yes. she knows famous people. Right. And uh, the famous person happens to be Keanu Reeves, <laughs> which is Marcus's worst nightmare. And uh, uh, so, yeah, so there's a, it's a great sequence in the film. And, uh, uh, and it, it's just great. It's he, great. He's surprisingly funny, though. He's hilarious. Yeah, because everyone knows like Keanu Reeves and like John Wick and the Matrix and like yeah. kicking ass and defusing bombs. <laughs> but he's actually funny. Oh, yeah, in this we thing. forget like, about ad libbing and like. Oh telling... gosh, he was improvising a ton. Right. He brought so much to the table. We forget about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I mean, it's a cla <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he's just such a great guy. Just, a, just a wonderful person. You have to say that because you've seen him use guns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this before I let you go. What I liked personally in the telling of the story is just how you have yourself and you have Ali, and it, it's just normal. It's not token, it's not anything. It, it's just yeah. normal. Is, is that a big difference for you as, a, as an Asian actor in Hollywood? It's just like seeing these roles come up and just be normal. You're not playing like yeah. the quirky sidekick. 
you're not playing like, you know, Asian funny friend. For sure. You're just, yeah. you're leading man. And then yeah. you're leading woman and it's just a story. I mean, you know, when, uh, and Ali said this in an interview and I thought it was just so, so well said. Uh, when you populate a, a movie with Asian characters, you know, you, you, you don't have like the Asian girlfriend or the Asian right. boss or the, you know, you have the, the quirky girlfriend, you know, you have the, the, you know, the mean, you know, we're all, we get to be human beings. Right. Yeah. And I think that was uh, what we were going for. We just wanted to tell a real story that ultimately everyone can relate to and who happened to be Asian American. It's and, uh, funny. Yeah. It's heartful. It's blowing up for a good reason. You're still one of my favorite actors. Oh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Be My Maybe is streaming right now on Netflix. Randall Park, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, ears edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.